Hey guys! I'm Jalissa. And I'm Virginia. And welcome back to another episode of Spiritually Clueless. Yes, where we talk about finances. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. No, but on today's episode, we are going to talk about shadow, shadow work. work. We all know how much fun that is, but we really do know how important it is to your spiritual journey. Yes. And it's a lot like, of questions people have been yes, asking 100%. lately. 100%. And I feel like it's the number one thing, and not the number one thing, but it's like the number one tool that will benefit you the most. Yeah, it really does clear a lot of blockages and it really does help with your spiritual growth because until you figure out why you are the way you are, <laughs> you're just kind of... You're lost. Clueless. Mm, literally. <laughs> you're spiritually clueless. Which is why you're here. <laughs> so the, def- the closest definition that we could find to what shadow work is, is that it's not a huge thing that requires years of planning, but shadow work is simply becoming aware of what's hidden and what's gradually um, healing those aspects of yourself. So when you start your shadow work, you may feel the way you felt as a child when you were forced to suppress those emotions. But once you overcome it, you may be open to a whole new side of you that you didn't know existed. And um, Regina's going to further explain that. Well, I feel like in short terms, it's basically going back in time and going back to expressing and experiencing um, trauma and reliving moments that like you truly weren't ready for. But like now you're like looking back and you're you're seeing like, oh shit, like this is what how I felt. And this is how I feel now. Yeah. I feel like it's time travel in a way because like you're going back to past events, so you could figure out like the hidden meaning between the hidden yeah. meaning <laughs> between them. Yeah, because like our brain does this thing where like if we're not ready for these emotions and so much is happening that we don't understand, we're kind of our brains. The way our brains survive is by suppressing it and making us forget it, so that way we can still function normally and still not have to like just think of that moment, especially big moments of like trauma and all that stuff yeah because you honestly you block a lot of traumatic events that you don't even realize you're blocking but you do block them yeah because trauma (laughs) yeah it all goes down just to going back to the past and figuring out what shadow aspects of you are still in your day-to-day life that is like affecting your character of who you truly want to be and i feel like the main gist of shadow work is that like you're trying to like water it and make it light because you're trying yeah. to, like, forgive yourself and heal yourself from those traumatic events so you could be better and mm-hmm. do better in the future. Yeah, and then your shadow isn't something that you should be ashamed yeah, of or, like, be pushing away or pushing down. Your shadow simply exists so you can be both the shadow and both the light at the same time because your shadow protects you from, you know, things that we're not ready for, things that um, are that we need to probably take a step back and take a second look at. So in the end it's there to help you it's not there to be against you it's there to protect you it's not a negative thing it's something that you need for your growth Mm -hmm. you know it's just like it's just one of those steps that's requirement for growth what would you say are some characteristics of the shadow work what i feel like some shadow aspects are or characteristics is your jealousy your anger the way you handle pain your the way you grieve i just feel like shadow your shadow self is just like a coping mechanism that you create once you've experienced something very significant yeah and it can vary for anybody and some things can be stronger for some people than it is for others and it just varies you know it could be a lot of things but it's mostly all the things that we see as negative all the bad in Uh, us i was gonna say that i was gonna say negative Mm -hmm. emotions but like i don't want to say that because like 
N- there's no such thing as negative emotions just yeah, because that's all true. emotions are emotions there's no such thing as negative or bad mm-hmm. so that's why I, just, I didn't want to use the word negative because it's just like emotions are emotions feelings are feelings there's no need to label negative positive on them yeah you get me yeah because some people have a hard time being happy and maybe mm-hmm. that's their shadow work mm-hmm. type of thing yeah definitely and it is true it's like we've labeled it as a society as negative mm-hmm. and positive so we have positive emotions and negative emotions she's but doing our quotes by the way <laughs> Sometimes I forget that people can't see me, and I, I'm a hand gesture person, so, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, it's just, like, it's just a lot of those, those. I would say it's those emotions people don't really like to express. Yeah, or like, share, or yeah. even talk about. Because no one likes talking about guilt, fear, anger, mm-hmm. jealousy. It's just, like, because society has made it seem like it's a bad thing to feel those things. Yeah. So I feel like your shadow self is basically all the emotions you slowly build up, and it slowly starts creating your shadow self if that makes sense because you're slowly building up the characteristic or like the figure of your shadow self Mm -hmm. because of all those hidden emotions you pushed off for so long yeah and honestly shadow work is really kind of like therapy oh yeah just because you're going back because the thing is like like Virginia says that stuff builds up and it becomes your character as an adult like who you are today as an adult is a lot of it is because of your shadow self which is from your childhood so this can also look like therapy because Mm -hmm. you are going back to the past which is what you do in therapy and having to experience therapy it's honestly almost it's it's the same yeah it really is you just have well just like with therapy you just have someone guiding you and like giving you the answers to say it versus you doing yourself you're basically just working it with yourself if that makes sense yeah so yeah basically you your shadow self you just carry it um, through your adulthood because like you didn't even realize it but it's because it's your shadow you don't see it daily yeah. but you are carrying that baggage through like throughout yeah, your life, life you know yeah. and you have to like go back deal with this so you can like let go mm-hmm. lose that weight girl not physically but like you know <laughs> that emotional weight that, yeah because it's a lot it can be a lot on a person especially if you don't understand it or understand like how to help yourself yeah. you just kind of and the thing is like we come to accepting who we are and just you know, characterize that as that's just who we are. Yeah. I'm just an angry person. I'm just a sad person. But in reality, it it's is not. And like, know. and I feel like people say that because they try to like justify the actions. It's like no, like you can actually work on it and heal it and become a better person. I you agree know? to disagree with that. Just because it is true, it is an excuse. But at the same time, people are not emotionally intelligent to understand that that's where it comes from and that's where it's being embedded. Because if you were to ask me like two to three years ago, I wouldn't understand it because I'm in a victim mentality. So I don't oh. see the world the way that you see it. You see it as a way like, oh, how, do I, how am I going to get better? How am I going to do this and that? But when you're in a mentality where you haven't been exposed to like emotional intelligence, I feel like it doesn't work that way. It's kind of like, I don't realize what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Just because it's like, it is an excuse, but you don't see it as an excuse. Because you just see it as like, no, this is what I'm given. Yeah, like this okay, is all I, I understand. Yeah. Unless you were to tell me like, oh, hey, like, do you know what you're doing as a victim mentality? Then I would be like, what? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. I wouldn't know that. Because it makes you question your life and yeah. your aspects. Yeah, I get, mm-hmm. I get you. So if I'm not exposed to that, I wouldn't understand what you mean about that. I wouldn't think that, that is true because right we, we always, I feel like back then, oldest mm-hmm. was a lot like, our life sucks, poor us, we're so, like, we'll never be better, we'll be, <laughs> we were just, like, stuck in that, like, poor me, poor me, poor me, that mm-hmm. we were, like, we'll never get better, but it's because that's what we were stuck in, and so we realized, and we did work on ourselves, that we're, like, no, like, we could actually do better, there is better out yeah. there for us, you just have to, like, look for it, in a sense. Yeah, just because, like, I feel like our surroundings was really, like, in a victim mentality, 100%. and so everybody around us thought that, so we didn't know any better, and we're thinking, oh, that's how you go about life, that's how you understand your emotions 
emotions and deal with them. You do this. But in reality, we weren't doing what's best for us. We were just sympathizing ourselves and just, like, not being better, but just being victims. We were thriving in depression. Yeah. And, like, this, and then we just saw, like, okay, wait, this is something we're good at. Yeah. Why fucking escape it? Why try something that's hard? Yeah. You know? Because that, I feel like that's the challenge for most people, mm-hmm. trying something that's hard. Because, like, you don't want to fail at it. But it's like, there's nothing wrong with failing. Just try again. Yeah. And eventually it'll get easier and easier and easier and easier. As long as you keep trying, that's like the main thing in life. Try. Mm-hmm. Bitch. If there is a will, there is a way. So what would you say your shadow self is now? Um, I feel like right now the things that I'm working on with my shadow would be my jealousy, um, my eating disorder, and my forgiveness. Um, and also the hatred that I have and the anger that I have towards some people. Um, I feel like over the years it has gotten better because before I had a lot more like I had commitment issues mm-hmm. I had um, you're, I feel like you had addiction issues just oh, yeah, because yeah. you're addicted to being sad yeah and that's something you carried on I was in a victim mentality and I was addicted to it and I was addicted to my depression yeah. and it was funny because I, I talked to my therapist at the time about it and I had mentioned like hey like I just love being sad it's just my comfort and yeah. she just kind of mentioned that that's the reason why like I become addicted to it because I was so used to it and I was so used to you know um uh, expressing my emotions with sadness yeah. that I just felt so comfortable just being depressed and just being sad all the time and so I identified myself as that. I was like I'm just a depressed person like that's just what it is and yeah as over time I've gotten better I'm no longer addicted to my sadness but She's addicted to pills. <laughs> no, Sorry, no, no, she's not. But <laughs> no, no, no. I I decided to not use any type of medication, guys. I use no, yeah, vitamins. She's, clean. she's on crack. Though. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm no. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you did. You decided not to take the pill pill. The, um, the I did at route. first. I did. I took. Uh, my doctor put me on Xanax, and it was just really, really hard. I I was a soulless human being. But, um, I... Uh, sorry, not to cut you off, but I feel like that's the craziest thing in the world. What? How doctors prescribe such a strong dosage like that. Yeah. And, like, that's literally how people get addicted to shit. Uh-huh. Because, like, dudes, like, Z- Xanax is just not the cure. Like, I just feel like pills aren't it, and it just, like, bugs me mm-hmm. that, like, that is just such the, like, cure for everything. And it's just, like, it's yeah. not... Like, I understand it helps some people, but, mm-hmm. like, like trust me, I feel like there's such a better way out there, there than fucking there pills. There usually always is a no more natural way to deal with things, and I feel like there's always a natural alternative and honestly like it was just really like weird that my doctor even gave me xanax as like his first initial reaction well it was a psych psych psychiatrist and then xanax shouldn't the first reaction be therapy like the fact Mm -hmm. that like that wasn't even an option says a lot about our medical system because like how is that not the first option like that should be the first option but instead they decided to give you xanax like a pill that's so addicted and it's killed so many people it's just like sir what I i told my therapist this and she was like wait he has you taking xanax every single day that's not healthy that literally like if you would have yeah. taken that and not known better you would have been uh, so addicted and who knows where you would have been now yeah you know, like that's it just, was like, very so dangerous crazy, it was dude. very like, dangerous wow and i only took it i think for three days and i was like nope it's this is not for me like i i it feels wrong yeah and so i stopped right away and then that's when i was in therapy and that's where i found my healing and i feel like therapy helped you the most yeah definitely it opened so many doors to my emotional intelligence because I was very emotional, but I had no way of guiding it and no way of understanding it until I went to therapy and she explained it to me. She gave me prompts, just like shadow work. And, you know, I got to a point where I was able to do these prompts for myself and not have to have somebody tell me. But honestly, I love therapy. I would definitely go back. And it's just something that 
is very helpful for me. I know it's not for everybody, but for me, it really helped me express my emotions and learn how to, you know, gravitate that. I hadn't had the best um, luck therapy. Yeah. So, like, I'm not saying it's not for everyone, but I just, like, I feel like one-on-one person for therapy is, like, should be... I feel like it's more for me mm-hmm. versus the whole online thing just because yeah. it's just, like, I tried it at so many therapists, none of them worked out. And I don't know... I don't even know if it's just, like, me being picky about it but it's just like it was just no click but yeah. you know like that's not saying don't go to therapist like mm-hmm. the, it works for everyone it just wasn't my cup of tea at that time because my cup of tea at the time was journaling yeah and that's a that's a form of shadow work as well too but um like yeah you don't have to go to therapy but i feel like everyone should at least try it 100 at least try it but back to my actual shadow work that i'm <laughs> working on right now <laughs> so right now my big three is uh forgiveness eating disorder and jealousy jealousy so the ways that I'm coping with that is, well, first off, jealousy is not a fun feeling. I'm the type of person that I have so much love and to give to people. And when I feel jealous, especially over people I love and care for, it just, it's an ugly feeling for me. Like, I, I don't personally like feeling jealous, but I'm learning to accept that it's okay to be jealous. Yeah, because it's just like, like I said before, like, it's not an ugly thing. It's, it's just not. how you handle it. Yeah, and the thing is, like, um, I'm a very jealous partner, and that's where it's affecting me the actually that's the only place where it's affecting <laughs> I'm me. like i'm like honey your venus is a cancer <laughs> yeah so the way that i love i'm very protective i'm very like i'm just very because it's yours so it's just like yeah no one's touching no one look at it you just want to like shrink them put them <laughs> in a box and lock that shit. i always tell them i'm gonna put you in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i'm a very jealous partner and to me i don't like the feeling i don't like knowing that I'm jealous but ways that I'm coping with it is just accepting it talking about it with him being like hey like this act made me jealous or you being too close to this person made me jealous and we just kind of talk through it and work through it and then I also kind of like write down what made me feel that way and why I felt that way and you know like it, it could be from my childhood or it could just be the person that I am and regardless of what it is, it doesn't matter because it's an like Virginia said, a feeling is a feeling. Yeah. You're allowed to feel it. We came here for this human experience. So if I want to feel jealous, it's okay. But obviously, like there is a limit, a limitation to what you do with these things. Like I'm not gonna go over here, like freaking stalk my boyfriend yeah. or anything. Like I just feel like there's a line where it's just like natural, like mm-hmm. um not natural, but like good jealousy, yeah. and then the, like a normal amount of jealousy, yeah. and then there's just a like bad shit fucking bananas like <laughs> jealousy because some, yeah. some, there are some girls that like do take it to the top and mm-hmm. some partners that do take it to the top but at the same time it's just like you just have to have the normal amount because there's nothing wrong with being jealous there isn't it's mm-hmm. just how you handle it and what yeah. you do with it mm-hmm. and I feel like the you have because I feel like you have gotten better with it because I feel like yeah. before it was bad but I feel like now you're actually like talking to your partner and like mm-hmm. expressing jealousy instead of holding it in yeah you definitely. know because like because you kept told when when you hold it in you're just setting it yourself back mm-hmm. because he doesn't know what's going on yeah so like he just feels like why is she mad at me mm-hmm. but it's like when you tell him he gets to understand and like you guys get to like communicate and work as one yeah instead of you working true. on your own yeah and that's the thing too partnerships are always two it's not just you and the relationship it's you and your partner so everything that you're going through your partner is gonna need to understand mm-hmm. or like at least try to understand so that way you guys can work it out together because you're not by yourself you're a team and so I've learned to control it. I'm obviously not at the point where I want to be, but I've gotten so much better. And honestly, it's just, I've learned to just accept it and not let myself get out of hand because there will be times where I do get out of hand and I have to be okay with those, like, you know, those back steps, but it's okay. Like, I understand that back steps are part of the journey. I do go take 
you know 10 steps back and I do go forward but you know anything that happens I just let it naturally happen and if I take a step back then it's okay like you know like I can always make up for it every moment is a new moment and I can create a new reality just in this moment you know and so yeah I just learned to accept that and then with my eating disorder <laughs> oh my god oh my goodness <laughs> my eating disorder um I didn't know I had an eating disorder uh it was because of like a friend that we had in the past that I realized that oh shoot like my eating habits are not okay I had an eating disorder in high school but the, well the thing is it was more noticeable because I was losing a lot of weight and the reason being was because I just didn't like how I looked and so it was really hard for me to eat like I physically could not eat I would try to eat so much and I couldn't and when I would I would throw it up because I just felt guilty for eating it and now I'm just kind of overeating <laughs> so that's why I didn't notice that it was still dragging on till this day because I feel like a lot of people just think it's anorexia yeah that's what and, I thought and it's not it's mm -hmm. like obesity and like overeating yeah. and like like just shoving oh, beast food. it's kidding <laughs> oh I'm just kidding no but it's just like it is under eating and overeating it's both yeah. it's not just mm -hmm. one or the other it's honestly both yeah so coming to acceptance of that um is been hard because I just think of I'm not like that. I don't have an eating disorder, but in reality, I did. Honestly, can I just say that? Like, I'm proud of you <laughs> for even, like, saying that. Because I know, like, even, like, announcing it and, like, sharing it on the podcast is huge. So, honestly, like, yeah. I'm proud of you that, like, you're <laughs> even, you. like, taking the step to do this. Yeah, you it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That makes me happy. It's just, it's hard for me to talk about it just because, like, it's still something I'm processing and going through, so... Um, well, ways I've coped with it is I do a little prayer. Um, well, I usually always do a prayer with my boyfriend before we eat. But now I kind of just like tell myself in my head, like, I'm thankful for this food. I'm thankful that I get to eat this food. And please allow, like, I tell my body, like, allow yourself to eat what is necessary. Don't overeat or undereat. Because I was put into the place where I'm just like, oh, I have to eat everything. I have to eat everything. Even though I didn't want to. But, like, I just felt guilty for not eating because I, I suppressed myself from eating so much. I mean, not eating in the past that I was just overeating now. And so it just kind of was going back and yeah. forth. Like, it was like you're battling yourself. You're yeah. Like, like, what is the correct way? Yeah, because I felt bad for starving myself for all those years that I'm just trying to eat everything. And then <laughs> it just became, you know, <laughs> I got <laughs> fat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um... I got to a heavier weight and I just realized that, oh shoot, it's because of my eating disorder. It's because I don't feel comfortable with food and how I've been handling it. But yeah, I'm learning and I do that little prayer now. And honestly, it has helped so much. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm able to like not eat so much because mm -hmm. I don't have to. Like, it's just been so nice and yeah, something that... Because you're like, you're in charge. Yeah. Is it like, you're mm -hmm. making it your bitch instead of it. Yeah, and so know? that was like my shadow work. I'm not um, a writer as much. Like, I do have conversations with people, and I do write it down when necessary, but I'm not the type of person to write every single day about my shadow work and what it did and the prompt. Like You're more physical. Yeah, I'm more of like the physical type and to kind of like put action into it. Oops. But yeah, my last shadow side is my anger, my hatred. I don't like to say I hate people because I don't but I do feel strongly passionately dislike towards people and um they're my parents <laughs> um I feel a lot of just hatred towards them and honestly like this is the one that I'm still having trouble figuring out the shadowness of it like um I recently wanted to get a book about shadow work to figure out why I have so much anger and hurt towards them I mean I know why like 
the big picture. It's obviously they didn't nurture and care for me the way mm-hmm. I wanted them to. That's why I have that. But I kind of want to go and dissect it little by little, but I don't have the tools for that. So what I'm doing is just looking up shadow prompts about childhood trauma and just kind of like going off of that. But that one, since I don't understand it at all, I'm writing it down because in order for me to process what it is, I need to figure it out. And the way to figure it out, it's either writing it down or talking it through somebody with somebody and just kind of like, you know, going through that. But honestly, I don't always like talking to people about it because that's not fair for that person. They shouldn't have to take my emotional baggage and my emotional trauma with them too, you know, because I can bring a person down. So I don't personally like doing that, which is why I wanted to go back to therapy, but (laughs) still taking a pause on it. So for now, just kind of going through that with writing it and talking about it. But yeah, I feel like that's my shadow self right now. What about you? What do you feel like your shadow self is? So my shadow self would have to be a mixture of the need of wanting power, Mm -hmm. being able to forgive others and just actually forgive them and not just saying forgiving them. Mm -hmm. And then then the third one would have to be anger. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to, I feel like this is something that like I always like I realize and then this realize is the need for power. Because I know I do like to be in control. It's hard for me not to be in control. And then the whole power thing. And I feel like it becomes the thing that I want to be weak around men. Just mm-hmm. Especially, like, when it comes to men. Yeah. Just, like, I just have a, like, disrespect towards them. And it's just, like, I don't mean to. No, but it's just, not necessarily like, disrespect, but you just don't have respect for I, them. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't respect them. Because it's just, like, why should I respect you? Yeah. But I feel like, obviously, that, becomes, that comes from, like, my trauma and less, like... How you were viewed... How you viewed men as a child. Yeah. And then being powerless in those moments. 100%. Too. So it's very, like, hard, especially, like... And I feel like that plays a lot when it comes to my relationship because it's just, like... Not that I don't respect my boyfriend, but, like, it's hard. Because Jalissa mentioned something to me because I was telling her how, like, my boyfriend's very jealous. And then she told me how her boyfriend caters to her jealousy and that if I ever tried catering to his jealousy... And, I'm, and like, at first I was just, like... It doesn't make sense to me just because it's, like... Why would I cater to him? Yeah. Like, but it it's just, like, it becomes a thing. It's just, like, asking a man for permission is very weird. And I feel yeah. like it's a... I, I, I see it as a weak trait, but it's not a weak trait. Yeah, because you when know? you're with a partner, it's obviously two. So you have to involve their emotions in your decisions. But I get how that to yeah, you cause, seems cause, like and you I giving up your power. Yeah. And, and, I, and I realize that it's just, like, and it's not. And I feel like that is something mm-hmm. that, like... I feel like you should view it a different way, too. Because yeah. it's not you giving away your power. It's you finding a compromise. You yeah. finding a middle ground. You finding a way that what works for both of you. And I feel like I see it as, like, I'm losing. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, no, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to lose. How I don't lose? <laughs> like, I don't take any L's. I don't, I don't take W's from here. Because <laughs> that's so crazy. Because I realize that, like, it's just, like, it just... And it comes down for, like, me not trying to give away any part of me and, and away my, like, power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And then for the anger one... For my anger, I feel like it's only actually being angry because i know i used to be angry a lot like i used to like just be like an angry person like a hothead too. yeah like i was a hella hothead <laughs> yeah. and i feel like i was so embarrassed of that trait of myself mm-hmm. so i hit it and i feel like it's been hidden for so long that it's hard that like i feel like now it's coming to surface and that like i don't want to blow up again because i feel like i'm a blow up and i feel like i just have to slowly deal with the anger and not like mm-hmm. just be okay and i feel like that ties in with the forgiveness yeah because i just forgive 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 like i'm just like okay like i say Mm -hmm. it's all okay 
but it doesn't benefit me it benefits the other person because mm-hmm. like i'm denying my emotions just so it won't be weird or awkward yeah so it'll just you're be like it'll be fine and just hiding yeah them so away. it's like oh like no like let me let, let me let it be fine yeah but it's just like it's not fine and like i'm pretending and eventually it's gonna catch up yeah. and i feel like recently it's catching it's catching up to me like suppressing all this anger mm-hmm. so I feel like and I, I'm gonna do shadow work on that yeah and honestly I feel like ang- being angry is such a normal emotion yeah. and such a like it's a it's a quick reactive you know emotion mm-hmm. like it's like you know when something happens that upsets you like obviously like your initial reaction is to be upset and to be angry about it but it's like we said before like it's how you handle it not yeah. the emotion itself because you know we all get angry 100%. things don't always go yeah. our way and i feel like it just goes back to like the way hangered a hangered <laughs> the way what did ha- your hanger do to you <laughs> like the way i handled anger in the past i feel like i'm just scared to go back there mm-hmm. but i feel like i just need to like realize and journal because like for me the way i handle my shadow work is journaling mm-hmm. like i love journaling because it's through journal journaling is why i figure things out and like i understand things and it's just like okay like i get it now you know like it just helps me better when i write things down because it's just like i just let my mind flow and i just like figure out things and like my mind goes to one thing to another and like at the end of the day uh, not the end of the day but like at the end of the, the, jur- the journal prompting I figure out what the main solution is. And the thing is, like, the beauty about journaling and is that there's no judgment. There's no... Mm-hmm. There's nothing that's going to say, like, oh, that's a negative emotion. That's a positive yeah. emotion. It's literally just free-for-all writing. And you get to allow all these ex- emotions to come out without the backlash and the down, you know, pour of all these people, yeah. like, playing it down, you know? Because I... Oh, sorry. No, sorry. And I was going to say, just making you feel guilty about it. Yeah. Just because, honestly, like, I love journaling because it's just a, like... You just let your mind wander, and it's just like, and I and I feel oh my god, I just realized this <laughs> that it's because I'm finally being able to speak, and like no one's telling me like yeah. no, and I'm finally letting my mind like just go with the flow and just like letting it be and figure out what it is to be. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because Virginia has come a long way, which Hello, I'm also bro. proud of. <laughs> because yeah, she wouldn't before this. Yeah, she oh wouldn't say anything. Like she just wouldn't talk for like the longest time. Yeah. And like and it's, and it's funny, I wouldn't talk because I would keep a journal. Yeah. Because I remember um it was I don't know when I think it was 2018 or 2019. I think 2018. It, it was it was when my that. when my ex left to the whatever the fuck you left to. Yeah. Um I got a journal and I at first I got it to be like oh my god like let me update homeboy on my life. But yeah. then, like, it slowly just became my diary. And, like, anytime anything will happen between me and my friends, like, I'll just write it down and be like, oh, my God, this is how I felt, this and that's how. Yeah. And, like, eventually, like, I just started getting better and better, like, with yeah. expressing my emotions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even, like, talking, I feel like the next step is talking to people about it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even that I'm getting better at. Because before, yeah, like, definitely. I wouldn't tell no one anything. Like, I'll just be like, oh, let me write down in my journal. Yeah. And so now that she's been expressive about it, it's helped a lot in her shadow work. Yeah. And, and I feel like it made me more aware. And I feel like that's the thing, too, about shadow work, that, like, it makes you more aware of your emotions. Yeah, and honestly, like, your emotions don't just happen. Like, you're not the person you are just because you're simply that person. Mm-hmm. It all ties down into what you've been through, your experiences, and who you are as a person, you know? And honestly, the beauty about shadow work is that you're able to forgive yourself. Yeah. You're, be, you're able to go back to a situation, forgive yourself, forgive others, and just, like, close that chapter because that's something that's very hard and a lot of people don't do. And I feel like once you actually go back, heal, and forgive, you will feel lighter because that part of you is not there no more. You just, mm-hmm. like, got rid of it because you healed from it. It's not something that's lingering in the back of your mind. Like, you yeah. got it out of your head. And one thing that people don't understand is that your emotions stay in your body. Like, things that happen to you don't just go away just by you forgetting about it, you suppressing it, you not acknowledging it. It sticks in your body, and it doesn't go away until you heal it. And trust me, I know 
going through trauma and going to relive your past is really really hard but it does take a lot of dedication and in the end it will help you develop your character and who you are as a person because i'm not the same person that i was last Mm -hmm. year and the thing is like we get comfortable with these characteristics because we're just like oh i just i'm like this because of my experiences but no you create yourself every single day yeah like you don't have to let your trauma define you like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's kind of a choice in a sense just because it's just like you're letting it define you like you could make your trauma like build you up to be a better brighter healthier person it doesn't have to make you this evil spiteful mean person it could make you the best person on the planet it's just how you decide to handle it yeah and trust me like we get that it's not easy we get that it's it, not and we're not and we're, and we're not here to say it's easy because it's like one of the hardest things to do mm-hmm. but it is possible yeah I feel that's, like the, that's the main thing. purpose that, that it is possible mm-hmm. but yeah i feel like that's pretty much what we have to say when it comes to the topic of shadow work yeah and as you can see like we all handle shadow work differently and we all go about it differently like journaling can be really helpful for another person whereas therapy can be helpful for another person or just talking it out with somebody or just kind of going through it in your brain too yeah i feel like as long as you're like working through the issues yeah good enough and then figuring out where these you know emotions that are seen as negative are coming from and where they first started and how it is be how it is your character now and how it represents you as a person today like that's important basically again to the root of the problem yeah basically and honestly you have to it's like pulling your roots out you gotta figure out where where everything's coming Mm -hmm. from and make sure you're not suppressing anything weeds yeah trim them trim trim yeah i feel like that was it for this episode this is a good episode if you guys have any more questions about shadow work or you guys like have anything to add on shadow work like always you could always email us or send us a message on any of our social media forms the our ads and our email address is always in the link or the not the link but the bio the description below yeah. and then next week we are gonna be having a, a guest. guest so excited yes um should we tell them or yeah so it is our friend abby yes. and she is new to this world so it's very interesting we <laughs> want to see how like her take on it so that's mm-hmm. gonna be very exciting yeah so she's barely going through the beginning stages of her spirituality which we're super excited about yes. super happy to have her she is honestly a gem you guys are gonna love her yes 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 just as much as we do yeah and another thing we are doing is we are streaming oh yeah our, live on our, Twitch. our live like when we record this and like you get to see the behind the scene and everything um it is we do go live when we're recording so you guys could like i'll have that below as so next week it'll be on tuesday mm-hmm. around eight o'clock so if you guys want to tune in for that Tune into our Twitch, check us out, see if you guys want to comment on us or talk about something specific in the podcast. We can do that yeah. for you guys. And yeah. And yeah. And remember, we're just trying to spread some, some love and light. light.